Hello, and welcome to the Crypto Masters Podcast, helping the general public gain an understanding of crypto assets. My name is Brian McCoy. And my name is Ross Eaton. And we are the, the Crypto, Crypto Masters. Masters. Okay. <laughs> hey, Ross, let's get started on today's episode. Today, we're going to discuss a crypto asset called Dogecoin. The Doge. This, this one should be a lot of fun. Yeah. As a reminder, our goal is to provide information about crypto assets to help the public make investment decisions in the crypto space. We don't try to predict short-term price movements, so this show is not for short-term traders. You know, me, Brian and I want to um, provide enough information to allow you know, you, the listeners, to make your own investment decisions. Um, and if you haven't listened to our episodes in the past, you know, this is the point where I say, this is not financial advice. Um, but yeah, we really want to give you the tools to really go out there. Um, you know, we're the catalyst to your research reaction, if yeah. you will. You know, and our show is a little different, Ross, because it really isn't. Unlike everybody who sort of has to say that line, this isn't investment advice. Mm -hmm. Ours really isn't. I mean, we give our thoughts, we talk about the assets, but um, it's for every person to decide whether it's for them or not. There's so many different crypto assets that, um, you know, everybody can kind of choose their own thing. So we really do suggest you do your own research, listen to our other podcasts, you know, research other internet resources and make up your own decision. Um, but anyway, let's talk about uh, a fun one today, Dogecoin. Dogecoin, it's fun. Uh, I've got my backwards hat and hoodie on. Look at me. No college today, Brian. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lean on you today because Dogecoin seems right up your alley. You look like a, a Dogecoiner. Now, what do they call themselves? Uh, Shiites. She, she. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think. In that anyway, area? we'll get to that later. We'll get yeah. to that later. All right, so uh, Dogecoin, it started in December of 2013, Ross, which makes it an OG. And it's an old, uh, in the crypto space, that is a long time to be around. Oh, yeah. And it started almost as a joke based on the popular internet meme at the time of the dog Doge, which is a picture of a Shiba Inu breed of dog. So it's a picture of the dog. And then, the, and then the meme was always just some kind of text, like a word or two words. And it's kind of the dog's internal monologue or thoughts. Yeah. So, Ross, you being a, a millennial, probably you were probably more aware of that than I was because I really wasn't aware of it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that meme was passed around a crazy amount of times. I mean, you saw it for everything, political, sports, you know, you name it. It was There was a meme, uh, a Doge meme for it. I read to be honest, I really don't think I've seen one in a while that's, you know, now it's Dogecoin related crypto memes. But, you know, as yeah. far as the Doge meme itself, I have not seen that in a long time. Probably, probably um, ran its course. It probably did. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, Twitter's going to be mentioned a lot in this episode. So just get ready. But um, yeah, I mean... Uh, this kind of started with, uh, you know, two guys, Jackson Palmer and Billy Marcus, um, you know, again, as everyone says, kind of as a joke, but then 
they decided to actually create a coin about it. And I think, you know, everyone that hears about Dogecoin always was like, oh, oh yeah, you know, these two guys just made a coin as a joke. But um, yeah, it's a little more than that right now. So um, yeah. No. Well, I think so. Palmer was sent the tweet, right? Palmer sent the tweet and uh, it really, truly as a joke, you know, I um, said something like, I think Dogecoin is going to be the next big thing. And there was no Dogecoin. Uh-huh. It made yeah. it up. It was just a joke. Uh-huh. And, and then the guy, um, Marcus, was kind of actually a developer, I think, and, and was looking for kind of some kind of something to do. And when he, when that meet, uh, when that tweet took off and got popular and retweeted, I guess, you know, I guess he contacted Palmer and said, Hey, I can do this. You know, yeah, I can create this. You want to do it? And they did it. And amazingly, it actually has taken off for sure. Absolutely. So, and, and what Marcus did, which we talked about in previous shows is, is forks. We, we, we have a, might have been our Litecoin episode, really, where we got into the forks. I think um, that was our Litecoin episode. I mean, we got into it again when we talked about Bitcoin Cash and, and Bitcoin SV, yep. but we discussed forks previously. So anyway, if you listen to our previous podcast, uh, you'll sort of know what a fork is. And in this case, Marcus, um, the developer we just mentioned, forked Litecoin and, and made uh, Dogecoin out of a fork of Litecoin. So Ross, um, it's you know we always talk about mining because I think that's very important. Um, and Litecoin, like Bitcoin, which it was forked from, is a, a proof of work um, for its mining. Is that what? Um, and Litecoin is proof of work also. So is that what uh, Dogecoin is? Yep, yep, same, yeah, you know, same mining mechanism going on here. Proof of work. Um, you know, it's not the the uh, most energy efficient one, you know, because you have so many people just running GPUs or, you know, the ASIC miners or, you know, something crazy powerful to run. But yeah, that's what it's run on. And um, in fact, it's, it's pretty interesting. Um, what you can do here is that since these two coins, uh, you know, Litecoin and Dogecoin, use the same mining algorithm. And, you know, I'm kind of going off the beaten path here for a second, just touch on something. But what can happen here is they can be merge mined, um, which is a pretty cool concept. Um, you know, and Dogecoin wasn't the first one to do this, um, but, um, you know, they implemented it later on down the road of Dogecoin. But merge mining basically is where, you know, if two coins, um, two cryptocurrencies use the same mining algorithm. You can basically run your miner and um, get payouts on both networks. You know, it's kind of running on both networks. And it doesn't, um, you know, you would think this is going to be more computationally hard, you know, like you're going to be spending more, more of your power to run on both networks. But it, actually, it's not, you know, it's kind of, and I'm going way high level here just to kind of get through it just because I think it's a cool topic, but um, yeah, you can basically just mine on both networks. It's kind of like one network says, um, you know, you've, you've proven your work on this chain. You can also prove your work on this chain. So you can kind of get double the rewards, which is pretty cool. It's, um, it's kind of two for one, right? I mean, it's almost, seems to me almost like a no brainer. 
Oh yeah. And uh, I can tell I'm just kind of not constructing my words here. So what I will provide you is a textbook definition from Binance Academy. I thought it was just spot on. So I, I, you know, I'm going to turn to my script here and read it for everyone here. Right. But merge mining refers to the act of mining two or more cryptocurrencies at the same time without sacrificing overall mining performance. Essentially, a miner can use their computational power to mine blocks on multiple chains concurrently through the use of what is known as auxiliary proof of work. Um, so yeah, that's basically, you know, uh, I did a poor job of explaining it, but you know, I proved my work on this chain. So it's, um, you know, I proved my work on this auxiliary chain. So it's can be used. Doing them both at the same time. It sounds like, right? Uh huh. Basically. Yeah. So what are you mining now? What, what are you mining? Um, Ethereum? Uh, right now, Bitcoin. Yeah. But it's really just... You're mining Bitcoin? Yeah. It's really just for fun, though. Just as my initial setup. Um, but yeah. I, well, you, just, uh, you just have a GPU, though, right? Oh, yeah. So I get... So I'll get into this quickly. So I'm mining on the nice hash pool um, on a couple of... Uh, ethereum blockchains but i just get paid out in bitcoin i just kind of exchange it on bitcoin so i i get bitcoin but i'm actually mining on the ethereum blockchain oh so, all right yep anyway you might look into the merge mining opportunities um oh for sure yeah i've got the rig built so yeah I got, i'm noob to the mining world so i gotta figure all that out but right figure out the best algorithm you know but all right, so so you had mentioned that it uses the script technology, same as Litecoin, and we talked about on the Litecoin episode um, that a benefit to that is that you don't need the big ASIC expensive rigs. You can do it with a with a GPU uh, computer that's not that difficult to obtain. Is that right for the if you just wanted to mine uh, Dogecoin? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, you can mine with anything. Um, you know highly recommend you join a pool for that but you know yeah you can have um you know anything you want to mine on and, and the block times are are just one minute i think right for the for Dogecoin. yeah yeah i think that's it uh -huh. all right so obviously yeah. faster than bitcoin but right yeah all right so let's talk about uh something interesting that we about dogecoin that we generally talk about on all of our crypto assets and that is it's maximum maximum supply and you know, Bitcoin, you always hear about, you know, there'll only be 21 million Bitcoin ever created, which is true and, and, and which is great for those of us who are invested in it. Um, but in this case, with Dogecoin, they don't um, have a maximum supply. So it, so it can be very inflationary. They, they can, you know, um, issue as many new ones as, as they want. So it doesn't have a maximum. And um, what's interesting to me is um, it's intentional. You know, we, we talk about the limited supply of Bitcoin and, and other coins that have uh, a maximum supply. And then so what happens, like me and you and everybody else, uh, seems like, we buy Bitcoin and we hold on to it because we think it's going to get more valuable, right? We don't, yep. we don't use it. In fact, I try not to use it. I sometimes have to when I'm doing other transactions in crypto. Um, but every time I do, I'm like, oh, I hate getting rid of this Bitcoin because I know it's going to go up in value. 
Um, so anyway, Dogecoin doesn't do that. They, they don't have a cap because they want it to be more like a, a currency. Um, so I, I think that's interesting. And I think it's, we've sort of seen that play out with Dogecoin is that it is treated more like a currency. It's, it's in, among their, in their community, which is a pretty big dedicated community, they spend it freely like currency and they use it for tipping and things like that. Yep. Yeah, I think, you know, that that's kind of the main thing, you know, Dogecoin is used for right now. But just a quick note, um, if you look at some, you know, charts, how um, Dogecoin compares to Bitcoin over time, I mean, you could make this solid argument that it's a good store of value, too, because it's it's fluctuating just like Bitcoin, you know, Litecoin, all the big players here. So, um, but, you know, yeah, I, I do tend to, you know, I do tend to check out its price, you know, every once in a while. And, and it is it. You know, I'm surprised. I don't, I don't really get it. Other than they're not issuing, they they can issue. You know, they don't have a cap, but that doesn't mean they're you know spitting it out all the time like a like fiat currency. Like they're not printing dollars all the all the time. So that's one reason you know that it really is. Um, but other, it is interesting to see that its price you know has done pretty well over the you know over time. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, and by the way, those people that, you know, that community of people that use Dogecoin, you know, as a current, the currency call themselves Sheeb. So. Oh, that's it. Sheeb. Yeah. Yes. For the yeah. Sheeb, Shiba Inu. Yes. Yes. After the dog, you know. Yes. I got it. Good. The dog. So, but, you know, the, the, the fact that it's used a lot for tipping on like Reddit and Twitter. Yeah. Reddit and Twitter. Uh-huh. That's interesting. It seems to me like when we when we had our show on basic attention token, it sort of wanted to, Bat sort of wants to step into that role. Um, you'll recall, you know, that it can be used when um, somebody posts a good uh, article or whatever. The basic attention token sort of encourages tipping in Bat for that. So it sounds like Bat maybe, you know, is trying to trying to cut into that turf a little bit. Oh yeah, that definitely. You definitely hit the nail on the head. This is a, you know, I'd say a clear competitor, yeah. uh, especially from the tipping world. But yeah. yeah, yeah. All right, so let's talk about a couple of the fun things that Dogecoin community has done. So in in 2014, um, they had the Winter Olympics in Sochi, Russia, if you recall that, and the Jamaican bobsled team had qualified, but couldn't. Uh, was having trouble raising funds in order to actually send their team over there. And the Dogecoin community ended up uh, donating $30,000 worth of Dogecoin to the Jamaican bobsled team. So that was cool, man. <laughs> oh, man. Well, well said, Brian. Well said. <laughs> and in 2014, they sponsored NASCAR driver. Woo! They had the Dogecoin logo on the hood of the car. That's pretty sweet. And we are in the heart of NASCAR country, Ross, you and I. Yes, yes, right in South Carolina. So, you know, that hits our heart hard. <laughs> yeah, I'm not as much into NASCAR as I used to be, but that's a pretty big deal on the hood. I mean, that's the premium real estate in NASCAR is the hood. And uh, Oh, yeah. Maybe I'm, when I'm editing this video, you know, for those people that are, um, you know, watching on YouTube, I flash the car up right now, but it's like, I mean, it is the car, you know, it's on the hood, it's on the side, like, yeah. it is the car, it's pretty sweet. Yeah, it was, it was pretty cool. Sort of shows how, 
Well, I mean, it shows how they they were they were having fun, and and back then maybe it was kind of a, you know, wild west. Uh, anything goes, you know. This thing is going to be worth a, a zillion bucks, or who knows why they did it. But. but was it as good as the Fig Newton logo on the windshield, like Talladega Nights? You know what I'm saying? Oh, a little Talladega further. Nice. <laughs> wow, you are digging deep into the movie barrel there. <laughs> Although some people like that movie, I guess. Uh, not my not my favorite Will Ferrell. But, uh, <laughs> but um, right, Ross, so, so also they've done some other charitable projects with Dogecoin. What are some of those? Oh yeah, the, and yeah, the community is awesome here. Um, this is you know, I think why everyone kind of gravitates to Do uh, Dogecoin. But um, yeah, so they they raise money also for um, you know countries that have you know scarce water supplies to build whale, uh, wells. So that's really cool. Um, and let's see, is that it? I thought I had more on here. Um, yeah, they've done a lot of fundraising projects. Um, you know, definitely helping out humanity. So that's really cool. Um, another cool fact about it is Elon Musk. Um, seems to be a fan i you know i i kind of use that term loosely because if you read it you kind of you know he's he talks about it a lot is he making fun of it i don't know but hey he's he's given recognition to uh dogecoin um you know one that was really cool um he d tweeted this was back in april 2019 he he said dogecoin might be my fave cryptocurrency that's fave f-a-v Wow. Cryptocurrency. It's pretty cool. Um, Elon carries a lot of weight, no doubt about that. Yep. Oh, yeah. And uh, what was the one? Um, actually, I could be mixing up here. It's either this one or the one recently where he tweets, um, you know, he just says inevitable, and it's like this Doge um, smoke cloud, um, and it just says Dogecoin, and then it's coming after, uh, you know, normal um, – currency or whatever it's it's inevitable like the dogecoin is taking over um elon musk did that uh-huh yeah i'll flash that up too if you're uh, watching on youtube here but um wow. yeah it, it, he's uh tweeted about it a lot you know anytime elon musk tweets about something that's cool i think what well, maybe we'll get him on a show let's get him on a future show maybe just chat yeah. with him about it i'll try to call him up and see what i can do hey by the way i you know um when when musk was tweeting about um bitcoin um, you know, a lot of people got excited about it, but then he, he tweeted something like indicated he had like a 0.2 of a Bitcoin. Oh yeah. He said, by the way, only a 0.25 Bitcoin. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, well, he's missing out. I mean, uh, listen, I'm not gonna, I, I admire Elon same as a lot of people, but, uh, he needs to get more Bitcoin. Oh yeah. Well, two figures for you that I saw that are pretty cool was, all of Elon Musk, like his whole net worth is worth like 20 or 25% of all of Bitcoin. Um, so he's got, you know, buy 1% of Bitcoin. Come on. He's got enough. Well, the, uh -huh. um, the Amazon dude, Bezos, he could buy every Bitcoin that's been, that's been issued. Oh, yeah. That's, <laughs> that's pretty that's crazy. crazy. But it also kind of shows you know, how early we are in Bitcoin and um, anyways. No, no, you're right. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Um, 
All right, so let's talk about where people can buy Dogecoin if they want to buy some. Unfortunately, it's not on Coinbase or eToro, which are two of the easier platforms for U.S. citizens to use. Uh, for non-U.S. citizens, it is on uh, Binance, which is big, you know, which is huge everywhere but here, um, or well, in a few other countries that are restricted like us. Uh -huh. um, but also it is on Kraken. So if you're, US, if you're a U.S. citizen and you want to buy it, you can buy it on Kraken. Yep. Um, and I think it's also available on Hotbit. So Ross, you and I, or I don't know about you, but I think so, probably. I've had to go to Hotbit to buy some that I can't buy anywhere else. Oh, yeah. I, and I don't mind Hotbit. I had a little bit of a issue that got straightened out. You might remember that. Um, yeah. But... Um, yeah. Anyway, yeah. So Hotbit is an, is another option. You, you know, with with Hotbit, you you have to use the trading platform, which some people are intimidated by. Um, Coinbase, eToro, and Kraken all have kind of the thing that's kind of like eTrade, or you know, it's really yeah, easy to buy. Robinhood, just point and click. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Uh -huh. um, some people get intimidated by the trading platform, and I, you know, when I first got into crypto, I kind of was too, but. Once you get used to it, it's pretty easy, and uh, and you'd be a market maker, and you pay a lot less fees. But that's another show, Ross. We will talk about that another show. Yeah, and actually, just one more, um, just piggy piggybacking off that real quick. Just a Ross hack for you. So if you do have an Exodus hardware wallet, you can, you know, let's say you exchange or you know buy some Bitcoin or Ethereum and you put it on your Exodus wallet, you can exchange that for Dogecoin within that wallet. Um, so if you want to exchange it there and actually have some Dogecoin, um, that's another so Exodus is like a competitor of, um, of, of Ledger and yeah, it's just, pretty, yeah, I'll, I'll probably link something in our podcast description or something since I mentioned it, but, um, yeah, yeah I was going to, I was going to grab my, I have my Ledger Nano X right here with me. Oh, and, yeah. And they're starting to, um, yeah, they're starting to allow the trading from those wallets. So Exodus is one in, there you go. Yeah. I can't see it well, but. So Exodus allow, it has uh, Dogecoin as an option, huh? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you can store, you know, Dogecoin on there. Um, but, but you can also buy it on there. No, no, it's just a wallet. Yeah, it's just a hardware wallet. Oh, yeah. gotcha. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But that's even, place. You know, within the wallet exchange, yeah. So, gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Another hack for you. I like it. Good, yeah. good. All right. I'm, are, you are you ready for final thoughts? You got anything to add on, uh, on Dogecoin? Um, no, I think, no, that's it for me. Yeah. If we are doing final thoughts, Ross, you are up first this week. Oh, okay. Okay. In the hot seat. Um. <laughs> Look, big look. Uh, Dogecoin is so cool. Uh, I really think it's cool. The the community, what they've done, it's just, it's hilarious. It's fun. It's awesome. Um, and you know, at first glance of this, everything just kind of seems like, you know, a fun joke. Like, oh, it's Dogecoin. Um, you know, there's nothing serious. But I don't know. Look at the looking at the the size of the community. Um, you know, the people backing it, Elon Musk tweeting, I mean, one tweet he made, th this is another random uh, fun fact for you, Brian, but after that, I think it's the Dogecoin fog tweet. Um, in three minutes, um, nearly, you know, $40,000 worth of Dogecoin um, 
was added to their market cap. Or maybe that's how I said that backwards. But Dogecoin just pumped generally. It, it just pumps, you know, for uh, every Elon Musk tweet. But I don't know. I I like it um, from the aspect of the community. Um, it's fast like Litecoin. So it's, you know, faster than Bitcoin. Um, if you want to look at it from the point of view of a currency, it's better than Bitcoin. Um, store value, it's faster than Bitcoin. Um, and follows Bitcoin's trends. So I don't know. I, I think a... If I had to give it a grade, I'd give it a B. There we go. All right. Um, yeah, I think I think we ought to allow Musk on the show. But anyway, we'll, <laughs> hey, um, so here's what I think about uh, Dogecoin. I think it's great. I think it's fun. I think if you're probably if you're a younger person and want to be involved in a in a fun community while also you know participating and learning about. Um, cryptocurrencies and crypto assets it's it would be a great one to be in be involved in but from from you know sort of our main focus of of this podcast is um investment and for me as an investor you know that being criteria number one um it's mm -hmm. not it's not for me from a, from a pure investment standpoint um it's more of a fun. Uh, it can be used in the crypto community as a currency. I think that's great. But I'm, you know, we're talking here about, you know, buy and hold. What do we want to? Is that my big? There's my Bitcoin here. Um, you know, so so just being straight up and, and not offending anyone in their community, I don't see it as an investment. I'm not going to buy it and hold it. But you know what? They're okay with that because they're they're like that's not really what we want. So. That's fine, but to our listeners, you know, based on all of the th literally thousands of choices you have as an investment, um, this is not one of them that I would invest in myself or or recommend to others. Now, you know, if you yeah. if you buy it and use it, it I don't think you're going to be um, pump and dump. They do have some pump and dumps occasionally happen with Dogecoin, but it's been around so long that it's not going away it's not like if you buy some you know next week it's not going to be worth anything you know that's probably not going to happen but mm -hmm. as as something to buy and then hold and and watch as its value goes up like we're seeing with with bitcoin and ethereum and and several and a lot of the others a lot of the others that we've talked about um it's not one of them i would put on my list but it's a lot of fun and and they do some good projects so thumbs up to the Dogecoin community. Yeah, yeah. I think that's the real winner here is the Dogecoin community. Um, yeah. Full disclosure, yeah, I, I own none, but I yeah. love the community. It's awesome. I, yeah, I like to disclose that too. I don't own any Dogecoin. This is one of the few that we've covered that I haven't owned any of. But, um, but anyway, for younger people, or, or not even necessarily that, just people who maybe want to be more um, – involved socially as well i think it's a good uh project to get involved in so yeah all right ross well hey this wraps up another episode of the crypto masters all right everyone tune in yep. next week or some other time when we post a podcast <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll have a new one next week thanks everybody all right thanks yep. Bye.